How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakori as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the fig tree and the disciples say, Master, the fig tree you cast is with away. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he put the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God said, let the sea come, and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanaseo Pukuksakodie is an end-time season firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry, anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Now, I have always presented divine location in the form of preaching. But today, I want to present in the form of teaching. Hallelujah. So, if you remember yesterday, it was purely preaching. Amen. Um, the difference between preaching and teaching is that teaching brings establishment. Uh, if you allow it to enter your spirit. And we, we, we spoke about the fact that Adam uh, could not be located in the garden. Because in the realms of the spirit, God asked him, where are thou? It means that he was nowhere to be found. He could not be located. And we are talking about location. Amen. We said some very powerful things. One of the things we said is that um, every man has a location. Every man has a location. Right now, where you are, you are in a certain location. And everybody has a location. Not even necessarily in the physical. I wanted to make sure that I get you to understand it in the spirit before we bring it in the natural. Now, once you come to the place to accept that all your victories are in the spirit before they manifest in the natural, it helps you to understand your work with God. That is why God said the just shall live by faith. The reason God said the just shall live by faith means that the just shall not live by his natural instinct. He must live in the supernatural. Faith simple means that even though you are in the natural, you, it's like you are living in the supernatural. Because faith is a substance of things you don't see. You don't see. It is the evidence of things you hope for. Now, anything that is hope is yet to happen. So hope is always in the future. Hope is not in the present. Hope is in the future. If you are hoping for something, anything you see does not become hope again. Once you see it, it ceases to be hope. I'm hoping to get a new car. I'm hoping to get a new house. You have not seen the house here. You are hoping. But hope alone does not work. Hope doesn't bring anything because hope only lives in the future and the future is here to come. 
So hope sees the future, but it is faith that brings the future to the present. That is why you must always marry hope and faith to get a manifestation. So faith is the substance of things you hope for. So when you get the hope, you mix it with faith, then the manifestation comes. So hope sees the future, but it is faith that brings the future to the present. Does it make sense to somebody here? Amen. So that's why the Bible says, faith is a substance of things. The word substance means tangible. Substance of things you hope for. So if you don't marry faith and hope, you cannot produce miracles. So in, 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 in the terms of what I'm teaching, I would say that hope is a husband of faith. When they meet together, they birth miracle children. Because faith is a substance of things you hope for. Unfortunately, many people are operating hope and they think it's faith. And some to operating faith, they think it's hope. You cannot do away with one another. For instance, if you hear somebody say, oh, somebody is sick and say, oh, are you, are you, uh, how is your sickness? I'm hoping to be here. It means it can never be here. The moment you hear somebody say, I'm hoping to be healed, he has put his healing in the future. And once he put it in the future, like I told you that, it's like going to a shop that he say, for credit, come tomorrow. It's a very nice way of selling no credit, but they don't want to offend you. They say, for credit, come tomorrow. When will tomorrow end? So if you come there to the shop and he say, for credit, come tomorrow, you go there, you go and come. The next day you come, you look at it, go and come. So it means that you have to go and come. When he goes, oh, I was saying yesterday, you people wrote here for credit, come to go. They say, okay, no one, you go and come tomorrow. The next day you came, they say, ah, but I was saying, say, okay, what is there tomorrow? So when will tomorrow end? Are you catching the statement now? So when you put your, your healing in, in hope, you are in trouble. The only, the only thing you get for putting your healing in hope is death sentence. That's all. Unless, unless the kind of sickness that will not kill you. So when it is faith, it is now. When it is faith, it is what now? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Look at the first word that defines faith. Everybody say it very loud. Have you seen it? That one alone is a major statement about faith. The Bible says now, faith, now, faith. So if it is not now, it is not faith. Hmm? Okay, what do you mean by that? I am feeling headache. I come to daddy, daddy prayed for me. When I prayed for you, the headache didn't go. Then after about three hours, the headache left. When did you actually become healed? Very good question. And Kwame is feeling headache and I lay hands on him because he believed that when I pray for him, he's going to be healed. Whilst I pray for him, the healing didn't go. The headache is still, the head was making choo, 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 choo. And then after two hours, it, the headache left. When did he receive the healing? Hmm? No, all of them are, all of you are wrong. How many of you say when I prayed? And how many of you say after the healing is gone? Eh? Okay, no problem. Both of you are wrong. His healing was received 2,000 years ago. So the day he was healed was the day they were beating the back of Jesus. That was it. Fine. Let's assume I want to accept the answer of those of you who said when I pray. Eh? So let's come to you. It's not, it's not totally wrong. When I pray is when you receive the answer. But he said that he got the headache to go after 2,000 years ago. Actually, 
according to the Bible, by whose stripes he were healed. Past tense. Hmm? Now, what he got after two hours is called manifestation. But original healing itself took place probably at the time I prayed. So when we pray for you, whether the thing is gone or not, don't give it attention. The devil robs you at a time when there is still pain and you concluded that, oh, I thought I was healed. The moment you say that, Satan reinforces the sickness. Amen? Are you getting it? So, coming back to my teaching, God asks us, that's everything, you have to receive it by faith. So, if you don't get your location in the spirit, you can't get your location in the natural. You must get the right location in the spirit before you get the right location in the natural. If in the spirit your location is wrong, so the oil we are pouring on, that's why we pour. Somebody will say that if somebody wants a location, why are you pouring oil on the person's head? The reason is that the oil we are pouring on you is an endowment of the spirit of God. Huh? It means that we believe that. We believe, or I believe. The reason I pour you on you, I believe that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Have you seen anointing before? How many of you have seen anointing before? Lift up your hands. But does, does anointing exist? But have you seen one before? So when somebody tells you, show me anointing, how are you going to show it? Hmm? Or you point to me? <laughs> Amen? Okay. Even if you point to me and say, that is anointing, it's not true. I'm just a vessel of the career of the anointing. But anointing itself cannot be seen. That means that all the spiritual things, you can't see it. But the fact that you don't see it, that's not me, it doesn't exist. So when I take oil and I pour on, you, on your head, eh, a lot of things happen in the spirit than that oil that has dropped on your head. So I believe that the oil on your head can navigate your way and put you in the right position. Now, this is the thing. Once you get the right position in the spirit, you cannot be denied in the natural. Amen. No, it's absolutely impossible. Amen. You cannot be denied the natural. So God came and asked Adam, where are you? Eh? And the guy is still in the garden. It's a garden that you can be saying. It means that where I look at you from in the spirit, the place I want you to be in the spirit, I cannot find you. So once God couldn't find Adam in the spirit, whatever he is in the natural is irrelevant. And you remember that after you couldn't find him spiritually, the next thing physically is that you drove him from the garden. It means that your wrong location has disqualified you in staying in a place of abundance. You were supposed to stay in the garden. You were not supposed to work hard. You were not supposed to toil. You were not supposed to sweat. But now because you have changed your location in the spirit, it has naturally changed your location in the natural. So now I can locate you in the spirit. So in the natural, I must drive you from the place of abundance. Wow. I pray that you catch it. So it doesn't matter how hard you are working. It doesn't matter which company has employed you. If your location in the spirit is wrong, it's like going to fetch water with a basket. So get it very right. Now let me give another strange scripture in the book of Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 1. That says the Lord. 
He said, behold, I will rise up against Babylon. Listen to this very carefully. And against them that dwell in the midst of them. So God is saying that I'm going to deal with Babylon. Two things. In the midst of them. Huh? That rise up against me and destroy me. Give me the New Living Translation. Watch this. This is what the Lord said. I will stir up a destroyer against Babylon. And the people of Babylonia. It means the people that live in Babylon. Because if you are in Ghana or you come from Ghana, then you are a Ghanaian. That's what they call you a Ghanaian. So Babylonians are people who live in Babylon. Now two things is God going to say. God said that I am going to destroy Babylon. Look at the King James. Watch this. Huh? Look at the King James. Give me the new King James. Let me see something. The new King James Version. That says the Lord, behold, I will rise up against Babylon. God is going to rise up against Babylon. Number two, against those who dwell in, in Babylon, Lep Kamai, a, a destroying wind. So God said that, I am going to send a destroying wind against the people in Babylon. And I'm going to deal with Babylon. It means that, even if you are not a Babylonian and you find yourself in Babylon, you'll be destroyed. So the people that are going to be destroyed in Babylon are the people who have found themselves in a location God wants to destroy. Your steps must not be ordered to the place God wants to destroy. No. Jonathan, you must not join your father who is under the curse of destruction. Look at the way God did it. Before God decided to destroy Saul, he made a provision for Jonathan. The provision for Jonathan is to have a covenant with David who is automatically nursing king. So listen to me. When Samuel lifted the oil, eh? Samuel lifted the horn of oil and went to Jesse's house and poured the oil on David's head. When Samuel, look at the way faith worked. When Samuel poured the oil and consecrated David, there was still a king. Hear this. If you catch this, eh, I'm sure by next week you'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Wait. You like money. Look at the way you are shouting. Wait. Watch this. So, someone lifted the oil. Eh? There was a king there and he was going to anoint another person and consecrate the person. It means that the day the oil came on the head of David, so is no more a king. Even though physically it has not happened, in the spiritual realm, Saul's location has changed. And David's location has changed. Now watch this. Hear this before you clap. Both Saul and David's location changed. The oil that came upon David's head changed the location of Saul in the spirit and changed the location of David in the spirit. What are the two locations? Saul moved from So moved from a place of protection to a place of distraction. David moved from a place of struggling to a place of comfort. So you see, watch this. Sometimes when I pour oil on you, there is a seat somebody is sitting on, but because the oil came on your head, automatically, that person has been destroyed by God because certain oil has come on. All these things are spiritual. So, you don't become a millionaire by hard working. You become a millionaire by working hard in the spirit first. In fact, that is why people take Sikadro. It means that they have another form, but it's from the devil's side. 
Now, the thing about the devil is that everything you see the devil do, he copied from God. Satan cannot create. He can only destroy. He can only produce a counterfeit version. So sometimes, eh, some of the things like Sikadro, some of the things I'm mean, work with Drosu, they are all have their counterfeit version, their other counterparts in the positive side. Because Satan cannot produce a hundred dollar bill until there is an original. So the devil couldn't print 200 Ghana CDs until the Kufado printed one. But once the original is not there, you can produce a counterfeit version. So the Sikadro means that there can be anointed row. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Now, that is why God said, I am the Lord that given the power to prosper. So there is another side the devil can copy. And once you see, so sometimes uh, you can learn what is happening here by learning what the devil is doing. In spiritual warfare, that's what you learn. You learn what is happening in the negative because Satan cannot produce something that he does not see one. If he has not seen prosperity, he cannot produce poverty. If he has not seen faith, he cannot produce fear. If he has not seen abundance, he cannot produce scarcity. So once he sees that God has done this, he produces a counterfeit version. So you always see that. That is why we say that even faith and fear, they are reciprocal. So Satan will stand on the other side of the compass and produce something that faces this. Babylon is mandated for destruction. God said, you send a wind. Give me the King James. Let me show you some. Or NIV. Let me see the way the NIV put it. NIV version. This is what the Lord says. See, I will stir up the spirit of destroyer against Babylon. And the people of Leb Kamai, the people that live there, Watch this. Look at the Amplified Version. Look at it. Let me see the way the Amplified Version. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up against Babylon and against those who dwell among those rebellion, those rebelling against me. Those who dwell among those rebelling against me. Okay. This man is rebelling against me. This man is not rebelling, but he dwells with this. Now, when you understand the message I'm preaching, you'll be very careful with your life. When I come to the place and I start dividing, you'll realize that <laughs> it's not everybody that can be your friend. No. no, it's not everybody you follow to every place. You will have to seek the face of God and be led by the Spirit in every step you take. There is nothing wrong that says the Lord, behold, I will rest, I will rest up against Babylon. So God is angry with Babylon. That's the fact. So two things are playing here. God said, I am against Babylon. And against those who dwell among those rebelling against me. A destroying wind and a spirit. Huh? So he's going to use a destroying wind and a spirit to destroy Babylon. But if you are innocent and you are not a Babylonian, but because you find yourself in Babylon. So you may not necessarily be under a curse, but because you are working with somebody who is cursed. You may not necessarily be under curse, but because you are sleeping with somebody who is cursed. Yesterday, God showed me that you can sleep with one person and pick his curse. Because text unite people so together. I am I'm dissecting why a lot of people are serving God, but they have problems. The problem was not created when you became a Christian. It was there before you became a Christian. And when you became a Christian, salvation only saved your soul, but the devil still have access through some things that you have done. And that is why deliverance is necessary. 
Unfortunately, in our generation, most pastors don't do deliverance or they preach against it. But when you study the Bible carefully, you realize that when Jesus Christ was on earth, about 60% of his ministry was deliverance. He delivered the man at Gadara. He cast out the spirit of infirmity, the one with epilepsy. You look at it, healing people. The Bible says he healed them all. They cannot, sometimes they cannot be healing without deliverance. Can I say that again? They cannot be healing without deliverance. Because, listen, if a sickness is a natural cause, it should respond to medicine. But any sickness that doesn't respond to medicine means there's a demon behind. And you remember the woman with the, who has bowed down for 18 years? Do you remember the story? Doctors were giving paracetamol code, away, away, and he's walking down 18 years, he has bound. Now, when Jesus came, the Bible says he lay hands. And he said, Ought not this woman be the daughter of Abraham, who Satan has bound? It means that the burning was a demon was responsible. The woman Jesus lay hands and rebuked the spirit, the woman straightened up. Immediately after 18 years, the woman was able to straighten up. So sometimes what is happening to people is not just praying for healing, there must be deliverance. The moment the deliverance, now listen, one day Jesus went to Peter's house, and Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And the Bible says Jesus stood and rebuked the spirit of fever. When you hear rebuke, it means a demon is there. So, unfortunately, the, the, the mixed mark, eh, one of the things that affected the charismatic especially is that pastors who don't understand or don't have grace to do something, they preach and condemn it. They usually preach and they will start saying that all of you going to places for deliverance. But deliverance is part of, it's not among the fivefold ministry. Nobody should be something like a deliverance minister because it's not among the fivefold. But whether you're an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher, you must be able to cast out devils. In fact, let me not put it there. Not that one. alone. Once you are a believer, these signs are followed them that believe. In my name. And you see, when Jesus was commissioning them, the first thing, oh, Jesus Christ. Is it Mark chapter 16 and verse number 16? Let's read it and see. Mark. Mark. The book of Mark chapter 16. King James Version and verse number 16. He that believes and is baptized, go to verse number 14 and watch something. Watch it. After all, he appeared to the disciples and, and, and 15 and, and, and told them that, and, and he said unto them, go into all the world. This is one of the things that is lacking in the church. Because now we are even doing evangelism in the church, so we can't go and do it outside. There are people still living in the church, you know, living right and everything, so it's very difficult. Yeah. So now the evangelism is in the church. The reason we are still preaching holiness is that people are not holy. The reason we are still preaching people shouldn't fornicate is that they are fornicating. It's there. And it's bringing more troubles. People don't understand, but it's bringing more trouble. Somebody saw somebody thinks he can do and die, but another person will go for it. Anyway, so Jesus said, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. And he said that, after that, when you do that, eh, in my name, they shall do what? Have you seen the sign that follow them? The first sign is to do what? And they shall speak with what? So you must be able to cast out demons before even you speak in tongues. They shall speak with new tongues. Now watch the next one. Uh-huh. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall in no one's hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So you see, Casting out demons come first before the rest follow. It means that 
Look at the last one is that they shall lay hands on the sick. But if the person, the sickness, there's a demon responsible, then healing prayer is, is going nowhere. I can only pray healing prayer for you to be healed when the demon is not responsible. Eh? But when the spirit is responsible, then the spirit must be cast out. Amen. Natural Jesus are. A certain demons has hold her. That is why there was a man with a withered hand. Jesus Christ cried sometimes. Sometimes it's a natural cause. Here Jesus says, stretch off your hand. They stretch it. But sometimes, the man that brought his hand out, the disciples couldn't cast him. Jesus said, how long has this thing been? When the man said, Jesus Christ saw the people come, he rebuked the demon. And the Bible said, the demon tear the children out. So when you see people manifesting, it's not because of the people, it's the spirit. Because when light, light and darkness crash like that, darkness struggle to live. So the struggling is not. I've cast out demons, I see that the people's voice has changed. The person speaking inside them is another voice. Amen? Are you getting what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. So this sense, I follow them that believe. In my name, they shall do what they shall cast out demons. So listen to me. If you find yourself in a wrong location, it can create problem for you. Babylon is going to be destroyed. But the people that dwell in Babylon are affected because of where they found themselves. Don't follow people to drinking sport. There's nothing like, oh, I went there but I didn't drink the alcohol. You are there. If any destruction coming to follow you, don't follow people to where it's abominable to God. Don't follow them. Don't say, I'm going to the disco, but I won't dance. What are you doing there? Amen? Are you getting what I'm talking about? There are people in church, young girls, they are going out with guys who are not Christians. They call them sons of Belial. They are not Christian. They don't believe the God you believe. They don't have the faith you have. They are not Christian. They go to drinking bars to drink, but you follow them. I have seen people in church like that. There are girls in the church who are sleeping with guys who are not Christians. They go out with them. They do that. The Bible says drink water from your own system. It means I'm marrying the family where you are. What, what concord has Belial with what? Light with darkness. This is what Paul said. But there are people in the church like that. So they follow the guys to the drinking spot. They will say they won't drink beer. They will drink malt. But the other guys are drinking whiskey. So you are finding yourself in Babylon. And Babylon is falling. And once you find yourself in Babylon. And Babylon is falling. Even though you are innocent. You fall with Babylon. So a lot of the people in the church, they are being destroyed because of their location. Amen? That is why sometimes when they come back and my husband is disturbing me and my husband is that go back to foundation. Everything I preach for you to change your life, I've preached it. Go back to foundation. Anytime you see a marriage struggle, before you pray, check the foundation of the marriage. How did the marriage start? Because if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Don't come and pretend to a man of God as if you are innocent. Check the foundation. Once the foundation is destroyed, only God can repair it. No. 
How did you start your courtship? How did you start with this guy? You know the guy was not a Christian. You were going out with him. He was sleeping with you. He committed two abortions with you. So you marry after that. The foundation is wrong. Face it. Uh, uh, you will be in the church and some of them will come and pretend as if the devil is attacking them. No, you are reaping. It's not a demonic attack. Some things are not attack. It's you are reaping what you sow. If you are in a church and you break, there are people if you get pregnant in courtship and they pretend they are not pregnant and come to the altar and exchange vows. And after they marry, eight months time they give birth. Seven months, they say premature, but the guy, the baby doesn't look premature. If you look at this baby there, is it a premature baby? Look, I we are in the apostle, is it a premature child? You have named the child. So you see, you are prophesied premature on the child because of your evil. So there are a lot of things we have to break on people because there are people there. Their parents have given them a name from what God gave to them. So you are full nine months, baby. But to deceive or they say premature. So you are walking about. Then God has a special grace of protecting premature children. But because you are not premature, but your mother has made you premature, that grace cannot locate you. It will take deliverance. It will take us to break the power. So there are people walking around, but the name on them in the spirit is different. So when God met Jacob, he said, what is your name? He said, Jacob. He said, no, heaven doesn't know you like that. In heaven, you are Israel. So even though you are a prince, you have been named a supplanter. And because they named you a supplanter, he was lying all his life. Where are you located? No. Many people in the church like that. All their friends are Babylonians. Their colleagues, Babylonians, everything they lose is Babylon. And Babylon is falling. Everything is Babylonian. No, yeah. They know it. I'm amazing the way, especially the girls, the women, the ladies. They can carry some guy, bring him to church. We are queer. sorry, yeah, worship on You know, so crew, 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 crew. When we are giving an offering, then he's watching. Hey, that guy is chopping your money on. Don't laugh. It's true. Your husband, your, your boyfriend, he's always insulting pastors. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go there again. And uh, his heart is no change. And when you marry somebody, his heart is no change. God cannot work through his heart. Because God can only work through what he has saved. Yeah. They are there. They are all over the place. It's common in the charismatic church. They are there. The fact that somebody is sitting in church does not mean he's saved. So Jesus said, don't know them by their tongue. Know them by their fruit. There is a certain fruit. When you are born again, you bear natural fruit. It's, it's a fruit of the spirit. Once you are, your spirit is regenerated and you are, you are a new creature in Christ. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are, behold, all things have become new. So you cannot be born again and continue drinking. You cannot be born again truly and continue fornicating. No, you cannot be born again. There's something wrong with your Christianity. Except the Bible is not true. You cannot be born again. Go to a hotel. Open your legs for a man to sleep with you. When you are a Christian, wake up and don't feel anything. And still come to church and dance. No, you dance. You don't mind. Hallelujah. Now you have done it. You have come to the place of apostasy. The word of God doesn't move you again. It's there. God is saying that. I am not intention, my intention is not to destroy you. I want to destroy Babylon. But what are you doing in Babylon? Mm. 
So you see, in the first place, Lord, your location is wrong. Look at the situation. One day I asked the Lord, why did you turn lost wife to become a pillar of salt? He said, it's not a pillar of salt. He's supposed to rather die. He's supposed to die. After I finished the bargaining power with Abraham, I must find 10 righteous people to save everybody. I couldn't find 10. But I have to rescue him because of his anger. Now, if you are not qualified and God comes with a rescue mission, then there must be condition. Hmm? Hmm? Let me repeat it again. You are not qualified, but on the basis of mercy, I'm bringing you out. It does not mean go and do whatever you like. There must be condition. So because you are not qualified, but I'm bringing you out, don't look back. That is the condition backing what it is. It means that I am bringing you out and it's by faith. And every faith has a condition. There is something you do for faith to manifest. And one of the ingredients faith demands is obedient to God's word. What is the word of God there? Everybody live, but don't look back. It means that as long as you are not looking back, you are obeying God. And you are practically expressing your confidence in what God has said. The moment you turn back, you are rebelling against the word of God. And it tends you to become a pillar of salt. So, finding yourself in Babylon can destroy you, not because you are a Babylonian. You are not a Babylonian, but all your friends. There are people in the church like that. They are there. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. Amen. I've seen it. There are some people when I come, sometimes there are people that are doing wedding. I come and sit at the back and I'm observing the wedding. And then God will tell me that this marriage will not stand. I said, why? He said, the foundation is wrong. I've gone to wedding. I'm sitting by the Lord. Say, the woman is pregnant. So you are not joining two people, three. Because you're supposed to, in fact, the Bible, the Bible standard there, you're supposed to be either a spiritual or a biological virgin. What is a spiritual virgin? Somebody who has, he has rented a farm. He has uh, leased it. He, oh, Jesus Christ. And now, through salvation, through salvation, because sometimes salvation affects your body. Jesus changes. That is why I fear for people who have been saved and they are still living in sin. Because that way you know what is right, but you refuse to do. So salvation has changed you and it has reversed things back. There are others too who both spiritually and naturally, they are virgins. That one is stronger than the spiritual ones. Because the spiritual one, we cannot tell. Amen. Some boat has been very loose. And sometimes, tightening it is very difficult. I mean, we need to afford to wear some things. Oh, Jesus, let me get out of that. Hallelujah. I mean, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Also, they don't want me to preach, so let me get out of that. So, praise God. Thank God for his grace. Now, after all this thing, God bring you up. Then you still want to infringe in the law of sin and death. And I've been telling you that sex is not free. Don't ever deceive yourself that when you finish sex, no condom can prevent spiritual transmitted disease. No condom. Condom cannot stop a demon from entering you. Never. Never. The only thing condom can do is to make sure that you don't get... (laughs) 
You don't care what the, what the deceivers call sexually transmitted disease. But spiritual sexual disease is dangerous and physical ones. So when you sleep with somebody out of ma- the context of the marriage covenant, what you pick is more than gonolia. It's more than that. Souls die. His curses has entered you. You need a certain prayer, a certain atmosphere. You don't need the son of cross to break it. No. Satan does. So, no, some demon don't respond to. No. They will slap you. That thing you did, you just anger them. No. Some demon respond to 100 days fasting. Yeah. So you see that by the time we end, some people will be free from some things. Once you see the yoke breaking, you see your star shining and shining and shining and shining. You can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. So don't play games with your life. No. If if somebody offers you sex for a job, it is more than that. Not everybody walking around is a human being. They are human beings, but the other counterpart in the spirit, they are beasts. The Bible calls some people sheep in a wolf skin. And they call some people wolf in a sheep skin. It means that he is covered with the skin of a sheep, but his inside is a wolf. It means that the way you think he eats grass, he eats flesh. He doesn't eat grass. A sheep is not supposed to be a threat. But if the skin is just a sheep and the inside is a wolf, when you try to give him banchahaban, he will bite your hand. Because wolves don't eat leaves. They eat blood. Jesus said, the reason you must stay with me and be protected because I send you like sheep among wolves. When you are a sheep and you go into the midst of wolves, so there are women who are sheep but they marry wolves. There are men who are sheep but they marry wolves because the foundation is not correct. You overlook so many things, you neglected it, but whatever you neglect today will face you tomorrow. Can't run away because you can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. This is the reason why spiritual warfare is crucial. Don't sit there and just watch me on Facebook thinking your story will change by changing from one preacher to one preacher. Most of the preachers you follow, they themselves need deliverance. No. Hallelujah. Don't go and put your head and the pastor who is an adulterer. When he lay hands on, he has transferred adultery. Laying on of hands is not a show. It's contact and transmission. So when I put my hand on you, whatever is in me enters you. If I'm a chronic adulterer, you will get the spirit. It's a good place for the devil to transfer. So Paul said, that don't lay hands on no man suddenly. Vice versa. Don't also lay hands on the witch if you are not anointed. Something from him will enter you. These are all spiritual dimensions. These are all spiritual things. If you don't understand, hallelujah. If you see me anointing people, don't come and go and try one. No. The sons of Skiba were going to cast a demon. When they were there, they say, in the name of the Paul, the demon say, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know. It means that there are people that devil know them. There are some too. Who are you? What, what are you getting? The Bible say, the demon chased them, overpowered them, and, t- and make them naked. They became naked. Or some can strip you naked. In a stadium. It's not a joking matter. It's not rough things. No. 
There are a lot of people working. One of the things I see about this generation is that they copy things that they don't have grace for. You see some young pastor who copies some uh, elder pastor and he's just doing the thing the man is doing, but he has no pay price for that grace. No. So don't be quick to go and anoint people. If you don't stand where I stand, no, you must be approved because the devil knows where you stand. When you stand, you may think you stand there, but Satan knows you are not there. So take your time and be careful. Amen. You cannot be born again and continue the life you are leading. No, 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 no. Listen, if, if a born again tongue talking Christian is in the room with a girl, hmm? maybe it was raining, and then uh, the girl came to visit you, and the rain started like the three days rain, and whilst you were there, something happened. It is called temptation. Now, if it's a temptation, you feel the pain, you will cry, you will weep, and then you even try to not forgive yourself for what you have done. God gives you grace, you come out. Sometimes God will make sure you feel the pain so that you will repeat it. But those who does it by temptation, they never dare to do it again. But I'm talking about some of you where now the word of God don't move you. You can come to Portis and sleep here three days in a fasting. Right after Portis, your boyfriend will come and pick you and you sleep with him. It is called in the Greek apostasy. It means that you are gradually getting disconnected from grace. Because once the word of God doesn't move you again, then nothing can move you. Don't try to advise anybody who rejects God's word. You are wasting your time. You are wasting your time. No, no. They've set themselves for destruction. Their heart is hardened. It's like God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. It's only one person in the Bible God hardened his heart, and it's Pharaoh. God never hardened people's heart. But if you start the hardening, God can help you. So there's a difference between temptation and opening your eyes by your location and doing it. I fear for people in church, husband, who come to church, they are dickens, they close from work, pick their girlfriend, sleep with them in the car, and come home and watch their face and lie by their wife and deny their wife sex for months. Months. A man that don't touch his wife for six months, don't tell me you are fasting. No, the more you fast, the more you have desire for sex. If you like, ask the marriage people. Even Paul wrote it in the Bible and said that, ask permission, for one person can be starting twisting themselves like a pata, and then they are coming. What are you going to do? Paul said, ask permission. Paul didn't say it's a sin. He said, ask permission. No. Unless the kind of fasting we do like three days dry, those times you lose appetite for sex because one of the things that you lose appetite for the sex appetite, the greed appetite, they can't they lift it. That one great depends on the man. If he has high sex drive, the appetite got off after 30 days. <laughs> I'm preaching. The reason you don't like your father is because of my practical preaching. I don't know why God gave me such a message, but that's a fact. Amen. No, don't deceive yourself. Hallelujah. Tell somebody Babylon is falling. Why are you in church and all your friends are not Christians? Explain to me. Why? Why are you in church and you love to go to all kinds of beer bar? Can you imagine, Prophet Anna? I go and sit in a beer bar. No, some of you are comfortable. Why is it that you are a Christian, you are doing a party and you are serving Guinness and alcohol? Why? What expression are you making? No, define your position. Straight. Listen, I was going to marry my wife. They rushed snap and everything. I said, I don't buy snap. 
Tradition. All of them will make it money. Okay. Snap. Get, you go and buy your snap. I may not be drinking, but once I bought the snap and I presented it, I have put a certain covenant in my marriage. You are consent. You have shown your consent. No. Tradition. Tradition. Che. This river here that they worship. Let me show you the difference between tradition and modern. Come to Portes and look at how the river looks like. Go to other sessions and look at it. So tradition don't change anything. They don't beautify things. They only worship it in dark. It doesn't look attractive at all. So every place with a traditional spirit, you hardly see development. When I was dredging, they say, oh, you don't touch it. You don't do I touch it. No. I remember the man I called, he came from this area to bring an uh, excavator. He said, so for, I can't do it. I said, if you don't do it, you will die. I told the man, I was fasting. I said, if you don't do it, if you leave, God has not sent me. That night, you couldn't sleep. The next day, he brought the machine. I said the force of light in me is stronger than those are before you are afraid of. Recently, when we went to do evangelism, the fetish priest said, you come to church because now when they call the gods, they don't come. We have sacked all of them. No, you can dethrone the devil. It's very easy, but you don't do that living in sin. No, no, you don't do that. You don't face the devil living in sin. You don't knock foundations in your family living in sin. No, make sure you are right. There are sins unto death. Normal, normal, small, small things. But sins like you are living in fornication, adding more zeros. You are, but your heart is wrong. You are laughing. To, you are, you are smiling to people, but you hate them. These are deception. No, you are sitting in church and you are speaking in tongues. No, no, no. no, no. Then you are there. Deceive everybody. Sister, they are bombed by you. Two say, only body bombed by, but their life doesn't change. They are serving God. They look like, but if you look at them, nothing about them is attractive. And when you are spiritual and you get around there, you can feel that something is wrong. They can even be pastors, but something is wrong. They don't look cheerful. When you come around them, you don't feel joy. There are people you go close to them, you start feeling last. No. No. Hallelujah. No. You have a beautiful wife at home. The wife can give you anything. No. One lady was talking, she said, Daddy, I'm not the one that said no. He said, I'm not the kind of wife that said no. If this man will come after 10 times, I'm ready. He said, I've never said no. So he has no excuse to commit adultery. He said, I'm not the type. There are women who say no. I don't say no. I don't. I've never said one. He said, I listened to you before I got married and I vow. It, no matter I'm tired. I, no matter. No. But when I started preaching this thing, this came out. And you are there. And you see, it has added to your pride. And you have started talking. All these guys and the things they are preaching. And you see them, eh, like Africa, eh, Christianity is white man's religion. <laughs> the white man's house and you, which one is nicer? <laughs> Think about it. 
Let's assume it's white man. Don't you like good things to copy? Let's assume it's white man's religion. If they bring a ship on a river, they say, free, free to America. How many of you will me, leave me here? They say, no visa. Hey, anybody important, you can jump. You will see. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Tradition. Move out of Babylon. Be serious with God. Amen. Don't put yourself under things that will take you 10 years to come out. It's too difficult. You can have one sex and pay it for 50 years. But, hey, I've been doing it, but I don't pay anything. No problem. No problem. Wait. Amen. No problem. Hallelujah. That's the devil. I'm concerned. I'm very concerned about people come to church. They never miss church, but they never miss sin. I'm very concerned. They are always in church. Every time. They don't miss church. But they are seen. They create a lot of confusion in church. They are there. If you see some people, anytime they are in church, wherever they go, they create confusion. They are there. And they have no notice that it's a spirit they have to break. No. I'm telling you. Come back to Ezekiel. Is it Ezekiel, I gave it to you. I don't even know where that scripture is coming from. <laughs> Amen. Sorry, Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 1. <laughs> Ask somebody, where is your location? Where is your location? Huh? huh. Uh, so about Babylon, God said that he said he was going to send destroying wind, which will claim two victims. One, first, it was going to waste Babylon because God was against Babylon. Secondly, it was going to sweep away those that dwell in the midst of them. That is the inhabitant of Babylon. So if you find yourself in Babylon, when you are not supposed to be there, you can be destroyed. Amen. <laughs> mm. The people who are living there were not part of the problem. All the people living there were not part of the problem. But because they were there at the time, they became victims. So you were not part of the people God is judging. But because God find you there, There was a tragedy that happened in Ghana. And it happened in May something about stadium disaster. There was a guy who lost, I don't know, I don't know whether he was his brother. I say, Prof, it was the first time I was going to stadium. And when I was going, I was supposed to go and do something at church. And I chose to go to stadium. And my brother never came back. And me. So sometimes, eh, Hmm. may you not be among the animals that are being sent to slaughterhouse yeah. you, know, you are not marked for that that is why you see I studied the bible and I was very concerned about God's doubt and I realized that they are for our benefit there are certain relationships you go and put yourself in you have sentenced your life Everything showed that this is not your destiny. You are going out with a guy that everything inside you say, this is not you. Yeah, this is not the man for you. But the stubborn heart, you are just pursuing. You build it. Because after you fast for 100 days, on the 95th day, 99 day, and this guy came to squeeze you because you see, and put you in a car and squeeze you out. Oh, me, I'm not. No, me. We'll squeeze you out. 
for baby. Why? Ha, ha, ha. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Is somebody know? God bless you. Hallelujah. Why? Ha, ha, ha. What's a Why is that? 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 Now the certain so we are not busy. I said, "Don't grab me in your face, dear me." We are not going to say, "Mem two hundred and five to petrol gumi kem." Can na? Okay, I want bread. And then riding my own home. No, there are people walking in the church. They are not happy. I can see people. Sometimes when you see them behaving, today God was telling when people behave in a certain way. When you check the foundation, something is wrong. If, if you are in Christ, you don't have money, you should be joyful. There is something about grace. Eh? No. I have always lived in godliness with contentment. It's a grace God gave me from the beginning of my life. I have never been envious about anything. I have never watched church money. I have never put my hand in church money. I have never eyed anything. I have lived in godliness. I live in what God gave to me. It has been my life from bedding power. This church has not seen money. We have seen money before. We have seen offerings that we take Ghana must go to carry. Series of Ghana must go. My eye was never inside. People live in church, they are not happy because their location is wrong. From Porter's location to uh, Pussycat Disco, KTK Disco, what are you doing there? Every day this guy gives you lift. By the time he park his car at uh, Sprinters, now, only not track him, but the next 45 minutes is hell. We will now brace the attitude. Who could you say? Now, we are who I be be passer be who coffee in a who could crow what she said. Say, yeah, and I woke up because we jab all kinds of things. And you watch, oh, I'm preaching. Oh, Jesus. And you have never got anybody to tell you some of these things. And the next day you come to church, you are so mean, you are so cantankerous, you fight everybody. Anything that is nice, you look ugly to you. You are disturbing yourself. The joy of the Lord is a source of our strength. But if you are living in sin, how do you enjoy joy? Boy, look at you, handsome. Promising your man. Everything shows that you have a ministry in the future. But you are selling your destiny on the laps of Delilah. Oh, Jesus Christ. You are just selling your destiny for nothing. No. God doesn't just use you automatically. No. There is a place you position yourself. When you become a vessel of honor, then you are sanctified and meet for the master's use. So you are either a vessel of honor or a vessel of dishonor. Choose one. No. I'm tired of all these things. Hallelujah. After you marry unbeliever, then you are disturbing pastor. My husband has done this and the man doesn't run me. You know from the foundation that the guy is not correct. You know from the foundation. You know from the foundation that this guy is not correct. A rabbi, worry. look at his character. Look at it, what you marry. Look. Look, you know. Nothing is hidden. Nobody can hide their character for one year. Along the course, if something will show up, that is a threat to destiny. But you decide to overlook. Amen. May the Lord bring you out of Babylon. May you not find yourself in the wrong location. I say, may you be delivered. Hallelujah. 
and face it. I love what one of my daughters told me. I was talking to her in the distance. I said, Daddy, I have to be very honest with you. I know it's my mistake. I shouldn't have married this man, but I'll face the consequence. I said, bless you, girl. May God give you grace. Yeah. He said, I know. I shouldn't have married him. I know. I know. It would be a mistake for me to be blaming that the guy is wrong. He was wrong from the beginning. I shouldn't have said he's wrong now. Right from the... So, there is something you are dealing with you know is not correct. But you are there. You are hooked. It's there. And let me tell you something. The price you pay to cure is more expensive than the price you pay to prevent. It's very expensive. Very. No. There are people sitting in church. They are curing their marriage and they are spending everything about their life. So those of you who have not entered, prevent. Sir, you will never know the gift of singlehood and the sound mind is singing until you marry a wrong man. You will never know that gift. You will undermine the gift of the way you are sitting in church. You are not under pressure. You have that your single bedroom self-contained. That you are there. That your small corner is your kitchen. That you cook your food. You get back there. You can watch this. You can listen to this. And you move out. You come to church. You can sleep. You will never know that thing. The benefit. Until you marry a deputy devil. Then you will know. Then you will go back and wish like, I wish I'm back to my life there. Because singlehood is a gift from God. The joy, the joy of nobody disturbing you. You see, and the sad thing is that all your purity in life, all the pure life you have led, it has not paid for. You have just let somebody turn your money, your your. Your, your corner beef to bear money. Barry. And you are there. And your memory. And sometimes it brings you to the place you don't want to forgive yourself. You don't want to forgive yourself. Because you see the picture. I'm very concerned. Amen. Maybe sometimes it's competition. Mr. Semi Wari, no Wari. Don't prepare for marriage. Don't prepare for wedding. You prepare for marriage. Because wedding is six hours, marriage is a lifetime. Oh, what did I say? Did I say six hours? It's too long. Now one hour, two hours. Yeah, it's over. I declare you husband and wife. Then the journey has started. When they bring some TV, you can see that you are living with a deputy devil. And God warned you. You didn't listen. You have shut up your destiny. Hey, mighty man of God, who lift up city gates. Something is now grinding pepper. You can enter a woman, come out, and we're a pepper grinder. Mighty man of God. He has lost his vision. His sight is off. If, if your hair grows, you can't see. The hair could grow, but the eye could not be restored. It means that you can enter a woman and lose your vision. Your foresight, your oversight, your hand sight is gone. Hair can grow, but eyes don't grow. So the fact that, the fact that, the fact that your hair, your eye has not been plugged, that's not me you see. Something has blocked your visibility. And you see, you don't see anything. May this week God open your eyes and set you free. Now, everything I'm talking about, it is subject to change. 
no matter the state you find yourself, by obedience, you can change it. Amen. That's what we are preaching. I said, only God can repair foundation without destroying the wall. Only God can do that. Amen. Yeah. Only God can do that. So if it's wrong, it is wrong. Face it. Face it. I, I learned a lot of things about David and Saul. You see, there was nothing in, in, in the standard of putting both of them on the scale. Saul has better morality than David. Better. Better morality than David. David has problems. Any, any womanizer has a problem. Anybody who loves women has a problem. Amen. But you see, there is something about David there. Saul was supposed to go and fight with the Amalekites and kill everybody. And he spared Agak and some sheep. And someone came and said that. Then the man said, I have done the commandment of the Lord. Everything God told me. Someone said, ah, What means this bridling of sheep are here in my ears? He said, The people spared. But you say you have done everything. You say you have done everything by the people. And you have even spared the king. So you have gone contrary to God's word. And someone is saying that. What you have done is wrong. Oh, the people did it to sacrifice. It's, hey, does the Lord delight in sacrifice and obedient? So, so is arguing with the prophet. Oh, can we, can, can we, can? Then God rejects. says, stand and I will tell you what God said. Your kingdom would have been established because of what you have done. The kingdom has been taken from you and given to somebody better than you. And I will wipe up your generation. David slept with Bathsheba. Huh? The woman Nathan says, I have seen. It, it, it means a lot to God when you accept that you have mixed it. That's all. Look at the stupidity. What happened? Eh, the girl, I don't even know why he found himself in my house. He came to tempt me. He was sent by the devil. And when he came, and then, eh, I don't know what happened. I, I, I even tell her to go home, but he didn't go. I think the devil sent him. And then the, the devil... When you are walking in the street, all the women will see, how can the devil don't send them to you? <laughs> no. I've seen people do things. They sit down. They want to put the blame on somebody. I want to ask a question. I need a sincere answer. Can a woman rape a man? Those who say no, lift your hands and let me see. Those who say yes, lift your hands and let me see. Now, the, the end. You see, the people they didn't leave their hand both. There are people living in sin in the church. They are not on this side. If I let me put it, there are people God has a problem with. Because you must belong to something. If you don't stand for something, you fall for everything. You must stand for something. The, the, the most dangerous people in church are people who are not on any side. They are not MPP, they are not NDC. Dangerous. They are called Motro Mojo people. They will not lift their hands for anything. Let me ask the question again. Can a woman rape a man? Yes. How will it happen? How will it happen? Huh? Will he use artificial or whatever? He turn your thing to artificial. What will he do it? No. Get it straight. So there is an escape route of every temptation. Joseph saw Mrs. Potiphar in naked and ran. So you can run. 
Mrs. Potiphar never catch you and say, come by force, you would. No. No. No, it never happened. It never happened. He ran. A woman cannot rape a man. A woman can seduce you. She can only do some things that will wake you up because every woman knows that there is something in you that you can press. There is a button you can press. And when you press, your brain will jump. They know. That one, they know. When you saw pressing BB says here, or Bridge, or so come no, he said, Cat was a comedy. That one is there. <laughs> no. Bottom line. Everybody, don't tell me she's tempting you. You can run. In fact, Paul said, when you see it, flee. So there's no way. No, 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 no. That's the way God made it. No. So between a man and a woman, you put the woman on by touching, you put the man on by seeing and picking. So until we allow the thing to enter our mind, it does not descend in our body. So a man doesn't need, you don't need to touch a man, you just have to see. But a woman must feel it. No. Yeah. So don't sit with a girl in a car and be holding her hand and then, you see, I explain it this way. Do you know electric cooker? And do you know gas cooker? Do you know the way gas cooker is light? You open it. Now, the, the modern one, the modern one, don't even use manches. There is a, there's a lighter. You make So once you open the gas, pa, that is a man. A man. Now, you can switch on electric stove and still be putting your hand on it. Five minutes. Five minutes. The It's instruction Solomon. Don't wake a gazelle up and start telling me to run. It means that don't play games with a woman. Don't be touching her because he's here. Oben Oh, what a word. Are not yeah, these are not because they are women, these are mechanism God put in them. So we are not don't just look at them, it is mechanism like sex drive. It is God that put it in a man. There is something called the drive of sex. It is God, it is not sin. Sex only became a, a sin when we the, when it's perverted. Sex is not man's idea, it is not an evil thing. Sex is one of the holiest things God created because it is in it that every life comes. One of the most holy things. The reason why you don't have friends today is because of the perverted nature. The way we have perverted it. So if you don't do it in the context of the married covenant, it's a dangerous weapon. Dangerous. No. No, you must not open your leg to any man who is not your legal husband. It's dangerous. If he's a legal husband, it's the holiest thing. God loves it because when people are having sex in marriage, God knows that everybody here is as a result of sex. So no sex, this girl will not be there. This man will not be there. I will not be preaching. So it's the most holy things God created. 
But the perverted thing, the way we are perverted, it makes you look like it's evil. But it's not evil at all. It is only accepted by heaven in the context of the marriage covenant according to the way your culture accepts marriage. And in the kingdom, you go and see a woman's father, you come to church, the pastor blesses you and declare your husband and wife and that's it and you continue. And God expects that when you enter, you don't come out. Because if you come out to go and take, if you leave Jackie to go for Esther, you cannot tell. Whatever you saw in Jackie that you say you don't like, it can be double in Esther. So stay there and work on it. No, I'm expecting you to live right. Every portrayal, I'm expecting you to live right. You are disturbing yourself. I see confused men. They have good business. They are talented. They are promising. But their way of life, you see, they are struggling. You can have money and have sleepless night. You can have money and have wealth. Be talented, full of energy, and still be confused. Sitting in a condition, kind of sweating. With 16 degrees. Because of the life you are leading. Amen. Peace is one of the gifts of the spirit. Sorry, one of the fruit of the spirit. Peace. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. So peace is a fruit. It's the Holy Ghost that bears it. So peace don't come because you have a good job. Peace don't come because you marry a handsome man. Peace comes because you are working with the Holy Spirit. In obedience to the word of God. And once you are walking in obedience to the word of God, you naturally bear the spirit fruits. And one of the fruits of the spirit is your peace. And Paul said that when you reinforce it, you stand on it, it that peace, he said that, oh, it passes understanding. How does it pass understanding? How come this guy doesn't have money, but he's always smiling and laughing and joyful? How come? How come he doesn't have a car, but he's sitting in his whistling and singing? How come he doesn't have money and he's hugging everybody and saying, how are you doing? How come he doesn't have money, but his last 20 Ghana city, he's giving it to God? And that joy, Paul said that that peace is passes. Human understanding cannot comprehend. Yeah, yeah. If you are not happy sitting in church or you're not happy being in Range Rover, bottom line, it's not the things you have that make you happy. No. Maybe my wife has forgotten. When we were soaking Gary, he didn't like the Gary too much. Oh, you like it? Remember, you used to like with the granot. And we can't hear granot here, 20 to be a fat 10. And me, I'm a smart. The baby, you know, when you're 18, when you're 12. We were as joyful as we are today. If we don't change your location, your level is low. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. People are coming to receive mantles of foundation of their father's house, but they've not secured their waist. They've not secured their background. You can't take those mantles and go into somebody's wife. You're making a drunk mistake. I see them rushing. I said, do they know what they are coming for? No. Step out of those things. The moment you get certain things like mantle, there are certain lives you can't live. No. Because you come on God's timetable. Share. Woe 
unto you. If God loves you and you are misbehaving, she punish you without reservation. Hmm. When we talk to them, they are like, eh, eh, eh. all this preaching, eh, eh. all the pastors preaching grace, grace. Some of them are living in sin now. No, I saw, I saw some international preachers condemn you. You don't need to preach all this thing. Before you, it's all long you hear a rumor about that. Rumor? I'm telling you. You hear rumor about that. I've seen pastors preaching against fasting. You are condemning what Jesus used to start his ministry. When Jesus came on earth, there was no recorded miracle of Jesus until after 40 days and 40 nights fasting. You are condemning it. Jesus' mother is a virgin, conceived in the Holy Ghost. Who conceived you? Jesus was conceived in the world. You are conceiving in self You and Jesus, are you the same? What do you mean by conceiving self Some of us said, when our father met our mother, one of them was drunk. Don't play games. If God has to go to your account and show you your foundation, you will play more. The day your father came home, king can, king can, king can, and fire is you. So in, in, in appetency, where you conceive. That's what David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. It means that the conception, the circumstance surrounding David's conception, it's not something to write about. Amen. That is right. Don't ever come to the church. That is why I, I, I will never, never... Yeah? When I go to my prayer room and I'm praying, when I start worshiping God, I thank him for mercy. And I always repeat to God, I say, thank you that you have not given up on me. Have you ever thought why God has not given up on you? You should be rolling on the floor. Hey! And sabbene so unufu, chereme. Chereme. Now we don't even... I mean, I'm telling you. Your guests be your church. How do you bomb public community fornication? Spirit in a deal machine. I bet you. No, I just saw, unless you were a fasting Christian, no one knocks spirit in it down. Oh, Benny Bibra, you will sleep with her. Because she has not been delivered. That is why sometime after salvation, we must take people through deliverance. Deliverance is where we extract things that has entered them that are not supposed to. So there are many people walking around there. Yeah? Yeah. One day when I was doing the youth program, eh, there was a girl, I delivered her, then, it was, then I put it in my chair. The father came to Europe Invasion and gave me a seat. Mm. And thanked me, said, when the girl returned home, the girl changed. He said, prophet, I never believed in all this deliverance until I saw practically my daughter. She was into pornography. The girl was into things. The spirit that left the girl. Some of you were there. Yes. He said, my daughter has changed. Mm. I've not seen my daughter for years, but he's living with, I don't know whether his cousin or his baby. Or his son. It means as long as the spirit is there, the child cannot change. It's not the child. Something is manipulating the child. So if you're a man of God, you can't cast out demons. Shut up and allow those who can cast to do it. Because if Jesus did it, they did. Paul cast a demon in Acts chapter 16. This girl was walking around. There is another demon in church that can deceive men of God. It, it can bring the apostolic anointing and the deception. This is a holy man of God who teaches the way of God. And Paul thought he was prophesying. So not everybody says, my mom, my mom is of God. 
Check the spirit behind. No, there are some people in the church, they don't want to. I saw this, I saw this, I saw this. Some of them is motivated by demons. Every time they see something. Are you a prophet? If he prophets, you know every time God shows us something. I see this, and I saw this, and I saw this, and I saw this, and I saw this. And, I saw this. and they, they spiritualize it. The Bible said the girl did it continually until Paul began to grieve. So, do you know what happened? Because of his apostolic anointing, the discernment anointing was activated. Because now that's, that, that particular anointing went on dormant, temporarily. When that spirit addicted, Paul began to get grief in his spirit. It means that this girl that I thought is of God is not God. He commanded the spirit, the spirit left. Now, that girl walking around, the spirit that controlled him, others are making money. So when the people saw that the hope of their money is gone, they beat Paul. Let me tell you this. Demon casting is not for pastors. It's for every believer. But you cannot cast unless we cast what is inside you. So the reason why there are not much demonic casting in the church is that many people carry demons. You are not possessed but you are under influence. So adultery, fornication, they can be under demonic influence. The fact that you are delivered as something you are saying. No. The devil can enter everybody apart from Christ. Everybody. Jesus told Peter, get behind me, Satan. It means at that time, something has taken over Peter. Sometimes uh, the deliverance is about gynecological spirit. Some all this thing you must be delivered from. Excessive bleeding, abdominal pains. For you, you check it's not natural. There is a spirit influencing. The devil cannot possess a Christian, but he can influence. Possessing means he's in your spirit. No demon can get to your spirit. But anywhere sin can go, demons can go. So once you can sin, demons can influence you. That's the bottom line. And get it. And don't ever feel sad about going through deliverance. Don't ever. It makes your Christian life become better and you get closer to God. The reason why you are struggling is not just you need prayer. Sometimes you need to be, we need to command spirits to live. Jesus cast out seven demons from Mary Magdalene and he became a supporter of Jesus. As long as the spirit is there, he cannot fulfill his ministry. His ministry is to sponsor Jesus, but the spirit will not prevent, the spirit will not permit him. So Jesus cast out the spirit. Immediately the spirit was cast out, he discovered his ministry. If you are in a wrong location, you cannot be delivered. Don't be in a church they are condemning deliverance where you need one. It's in the Bible. Check it for yourself. Jesus said, in my name you shall cast out demons. From whom? Yeah. There is a great man of God who has gone to be with the Lord. His name is called Dr. T.L. Osborne. Part of his covenant with God that God told him that there shall no demon be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Go and read this book about healing. And he said, he said it was a covenant with God. And he said, strongest, one day, hmm, hmm, he went to India to do a crusade. That broke his ministry and exploded his ministry. And there was a twisted guy in the so he had a confrontation with the Muslims. Confrontation with the Muslims. And they said, no problem. 
You people say you will not permit the crusade. I say I stand for Jesus. You say you stand for Muhammad. Let's all pray. Pray that this girl will be healed. If the, girl, the boy doesn't get healed, and I pray and he gets healed, it means that my Jesus is read than you ought to say. The Muslims say, you can't, we, we will not do it. Neither can you do it. So they put the girl on the platform, twisted, and tear one stretching one. They say, Jesus, I will even pray. You spirit that has twisted as you leave. Visible cracking sound. You see, Obi, about twisting. And the guy was standing there. That day, five million people came to the crusade. He, 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 decision cast, they serve over two million. The video myself. A missionary in Kenya many years ago, a woman, I've forgotten his, I don't want to misquote his name, went to a village to do a crusade. And there is a slime man there who has rested the, the crusade. And there was a deeper of confrontation. Deba, and he said that the man said that you can't come here, white lady, trained by I think Dr. Ora Robert, and he went there for missionary. And the man said, I am going to suspend. And if you also cannot suspend, they leave this town. Deba in the village in a park. The man suspended. He said, Do first. So whilst he was suspending and suspending and suspending, the woman pointed to her and said, in the name of Jesus, you foul spirit, I command you to leave. And the man fell down. She woke up. Ran away. Everybody in the village became born again. You don't need to suspend. No. You don't need to suspend. Because there is no scripture for you to suspend. But there is a scripture to cast the demon that is causing the man to suspend. And that's why you warned about it. And declare Jesus Lord over the village. This is it. Amen. May you be properly located. Today I brought another dimension. Don't be in Babylon that God is destroying. So that you mix the Babylonian. Stand to your feet. What are you doing in Babylon? You are there. Amen. All your friends are not Christians. All your colleagues, your boyfriend is not a Christian. You are going out with a guy. He doesn't believe. What a blessing to marry somebody who believes or to believe. Yeah, listen. Don't forget it. Marry for where you are going. As a man of God, I was marrying with ministry in mind. Because I know this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I needed a woman that would give me peace to fulfill my assignment. I don't want a woman that wants attention. Because the kind of ministry I have, it will not, it will not work with a woman who wants attention. So marry for where you are going. Marry for your vision. Don't marry model. Model, you know, no, walking like that. Eh? Like, a, like a double double. And then he's walking like that. Marry a woman that in the night when the, the witchcraft foundation of your family visits you and your body is getting hot, your wife suddenly says, Kadia Masetapaya, this is my husband. I marry when you dare not touch my command, you leave. Get a woman that, oh my God, oh my God, hey, hey, can, you, can you come now? My husband is so hot. I don't know what is going on. Keep on speaking slides. Oh, Chichi Mosa Kokon, Chahona. 
Marry a woman who can stand there. So you are walking around, checking the guests. I like the way she walks. Are you marrying walking? Marry walking. You need peace. There's a place in life. All you need is peace. Hallelujah. You can have a house and not have a home. Powerful. Powerful. Amen. No, 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 no. When I see some people who cannot get compatible along with their wife, I'm sure. Me, my wife leaving me. Sometimes going to town some more is a fight. Ask her, boy, I'm going to buy so What are you going to do? Don't go. You can't leave me. I'm here. We are being you. No. So I see the mother. I'm going. No. I love her to be around me. I love to have my family around me. They are the only people I have. I love them. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's a place you come to in life. Everybody can leave you. But have a family that will never leave you. It doesn't come by accident. It doesn't come by accident. Do the solid foundation. And make sure you are properly located. If God is about to send a wind to destroy Babylon, make sure you are not in Babylon. Because Babylon is falling. Lift your hands and pray in the spirit. Lord, help me. Listen, hear this before you pray. Every greatness in the kingdom comes by grace. The greater your grace, the greater the exploit you, you made. Lord, grace to put me in the right place at the right time. Release it upon my life. Number two, Lord, if I find myself in Babylon, the Babylon I'm talking in the spirit, sometimes your boyfriend is your Babylon. Sometimes your friends are your Babylon. Sometimes there is a certain person in your life that because of the places it takes you, you might be destroyed. Sometimes Babylon is a bad friend in the office that is teaching you. When Ammon couldn't sleep with Tama, it was Jonabab that gave him that bad idea. So Jonabab is Ammon's Babylon. It cost Ammon's life. Absalom killed Ammon. If Jonabab was not there, maybe Tama would still remain a virgin. Who is giving you counseling? Who is leading you to destruction? Who is, as a result of that person, your marriage is not working. Some guy said, when they stop moving with some company, their marriage will be peaceful. I don't have a friend. My friend's name is Ivy Opokusa Akode. I don't have a friend. No. I used to be friends, friends, friends. When I married, my wife killed that thing. No. She won't go out. She always have to hang around there. And I saw that he never tell me to stop. But the way his lifestyle is naturally formed. Because anytime you get close to people, there is something in the person that will rub on you. And there is something in you that will rub on the person. Make sure what is rubbing on you is from God. No. I don't have a friend. No. Oh, hello. And I don't have that kind of thing. No. Some of you, Babylon is your friend. It's not everybody in church that should be your friend. Your Babylon is the kind of person you came to connect yourself to in church. It has blocked the flow of the anointing. Don't ever be friend with anybody if it's a pastor who talk about senior pastors. So be careful. Not everybody in church can be your friend. Fasoye Siso. We know so Satino Kasa. 
No has shown it. Draw yourself from there. There are some people too, when they become your friend, you advance. You'll be blessed. Today, pray for grace. Grace to move you from a wrong location to a right location. Grace to disconnect some people from your life. Grace to be disconnected from some habit. Lift up your voice for the next 10 minutes. Open your mouth and pray. Pray, 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 pray. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.